There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I've got to check the weather here in a couple of seconds, but... Um if you're looking uh, at the uh, deal on YouTube, yes, we did get that done because uh, we had to completely reconstruct the studio for Brittany because she was sentenced to six years in prison. So that's actually not mm. her closet. It's a prison cell yeah. that we dolled up to look like a closet. I would love some prison advice. So- uh, <laughs> if anyone has any. Stay away from the bigger women. How yeah. about that? You have to yeah. go find the biggest person in there and then just <laughs> go sock them right in the face to on exert your it. dominance. You got to make I your point. I just punch Justin in the face when I get out of this closet. <laughs> there you go. That'll work beautifully. No question about it. Okay, we got we to gotta do this. I don't want to do this, but we got to do this. Rain with a high near 48. The high today is going to be 48 with rain. Uh, an east-northeast wind, 15 to 20 miles an hour, so it'll be windy too. Chance of precipitation is 100%. Tonight, rain mainly before 1 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Low around 44, breezy with a north-northeast wind at about 15 to 20 miles an hour. Gusts as high as 35, though it's going to be windier than hell tonight. Chance of rain tonight's 90%. Then on Saturday, a 10% chance of rain before 7 a.m. Uh, then Saturday night, mostly cloudy. So basically, it's going to rain today. And tomorrow morning, and then maybe get a little bit. But I've heard that even Sunday, we're going to get a little rain. But this one says it's going to be mostly sunny with a high near 53 on Sunday. So I hope they're right. That would be nice. It's raining in 47 right now. It is not warm. I will tell you that. You probably noticed that, though. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we got Phil coming up in a few minutes. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to do it now because it'll take too long. But Catherine had some business to take care of. My, what's left of my Homer hanky. Homer hanky, yep. Oh, <laughs> Homer hanky right Save it, though. You know, so Save I got my it. hat on, Tom Bernard, IQ92, because oh. I supported a team mm-hmm. that got the piss beat out of it. Yeah. But, you know, that's just the way it is. Yeah. You know what that's from, don't you, this hat? Yeah. Somebody, oh, yeah, you know. Somebody held up a sign, right? A ba- they put a banner up at, Met- at the Metrodome saying, Tom Bernard, IQ92, because I was ruining the season somehow. <laughs> I thought it was a great honor. Yeah. You heard Herbeck's story, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. We'll get to him in one second, I promise. Perfect. Herbeck's great story, because we're on the air. Mm-hmm. It was back at the queue. It might have been here, actually. might have been on this show. God, I've almost been on the show a year already. So That's it's been crazy. eight months, seven or eight months, wow. something like that. Feels like it just started a couple I know. months ago. Well, it still isn't any good, so we've got to keep no, we're working. Getting, we're getting good. there. Yeah, we're going to work up and <laughs> up. But in any case, so I'm talking to Herbeck on the air, and I said, you know, it's such an honor in 1987, you know, I'm a young guy, 
and some guy goes through taking a bed sheet and printing out Tom Bernard IQ 92 on it and hanging it over the, the balcony so everyone yeah. in the stadium could see it. What an honor that was. You know how cool it is to see your name appear at the World Series? He goes, yeah, because I hit a grand slam in the World Series. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah. there is levels to the fame. Like, okay, <laughs> it's a little different. You're but... like, oh, I'm going to sit down now. Yeah, I'm going to sit down and take it easy while you're hitting another fine. grand slam. Yeah, I did not hit a grand Well, while the camera panned to your grand slam out in the outfield, you saw my name on a sign. So it that's... all went right over my idiot yeah, part. It's like cool. looking in a mirror. Tom's an idiot went right over that <laughs> It was so great, yeah? Really? Well, I had a Grand Slam and a World Slam. Oh, okay. That's a little different, I could see. Yep. But in any case, we have a very special caller on the phone. Good morning, sir. How are you doing, Tom? Marvelously well. We get a call yesterday, and Brittany comes in. Um, and, and what's really unusual about this is that usually when Brittany comes in, it ruins the show. Um, but in this case... Okay, I'm going to turn it over to Brittany because Brittany, you got now. You're the one that got the initial call from him. And what's your name, sir? My name is Chris Jefferson. I met you at the fair. Uh, I'm the only Native American in Minneapolis. Oh, got your same yeah. Viewpoint. <laughs> the only Native American in the state of Minnesota agrees with me. Thank you. I do. Yes, Absolutely. I remember meeting you, sir. I didn't even yeah. see. You know what's great about this is I didn't. You know, I'm, I remember now that uh, talking to you, I know exactly what you look like and who you are because we were talking about that. The fact you're the only Native American that's ever liked me. I think that's what you right. said, Amy. Exactly. <laughs> he goes right. <laughs> Gee, thanks, pal. Anyway, so all of a sudden, you called not you called Brittany directly. Is that how this happened? No, I emailed her. Oh, okay. And, um, we, uh, I didn't get none of her calls back, but I heard it yesterday, and I was so honored. I was like, wow, this is going to work out good. I know it. And by the end of the day, I found him. So um, I am so grateful for all you guys. I know you guys are all animal lovers, but he, <laughs> he's been one of my special dogs that I wanted for a long time. Oh, man. You're such a lovely man. You really are a good guy. You're a smart ass, but you're a good guy. You know what I mean? I, I, I am a smart ass, just like you. Just, just, just a younger smart ass, not, not as old as you. Yeah, that's true. Good point. That's a very good Chris, point. Chris, where did you find Bandit? He's a 10-week-old um, uh, wiener dog, right? Correct. He, um, he was a somebody turned him in probably right after your show uh, to the animal control. And um, they called me up within, you know, within a half an hour after your show and said, I think we found your dog that you were looking for. And I was like, wow, I, I was I was upset at the time. But now I, he's he was happy to get home. He's got he's got everybody that loves him. Oh, I'm so, that made my, that'll make my whole weekend. Yes, That's amazing. Yeah. Because all I could think of is like this poor little dog is probably out, you know, wandering around the streets lost or, you know, heaven forbid somebody like stole the dog. And so, yeah, to know that we can reunite families and make dreams come true, bringing yeah, dogs Yeah, that home. was great. I mean, it was the perfect, perfect ending. My, my little granddaughter, I know you've seen her, Tom. She was kicking my scab, remember? <laughs> I do yeah. remember that. Yes, I do remember that. Vividly. Vividly. <laughs> She was so happy to see him yesterday that it was unbelievable. Okay, it, no. was a good, it was a good story. I, I am so happy for you guys, and thank you. 
for all your listeners and everything. You guys are the best. No, we just got another call from a listener that said he lost $10 million in cash somewhere. So if you find it, make sure you return it to him. You can return I it directly it, to Tevin, and he'll make sure it gets to the I, right I, home. I, I think it's at my reservation. I will go check it out. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I should be such a white guy and be a smart ass. Go, well, thank you very much, Mr. Native American. Aloha. Now, wait a minute, Tom. That's Hawaiian. That's <laughs> no, wrong. Wrong Native. Sorry, my friend. <laughs> wrong Native. Sorry, my friend. You are a lovely man. Honestly, God, the fact that you teared up there for a second makes me know what a man you really are because you care that much about a dog, about your friends, family. You, you're a big listener to this show. It was an honor to meet you, and it's an even bigger honor now, Pally. Thank you, and I hope I can get on your show once in a while because uh, I do have good opinions just like you. Oh, you so, got it, pal. You call in any time you want. Thank you, sir, and thank you guys, all of you guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks very much. Have a good day. Uh, you too, Tom. Bye. Bye. I just love my position in life. A guy calls in and goes, I'm the only Indian that likes you. I know. <laughs> well, thank you. I really appreciate it. Little Bandit's Home. That, that's bandits that's home. the best news. That's just a great story, isn't it? That's a yeah. wonderful, wonderful story. Um, I'm going to kind of promote something because we got, you know, Ooh. Phil Mackey's coming up in a second here. Yeah. But I did, uh, because Catherine had like an, I think it was like a two-hour meeting yesterday. I was at home by myself and I went, you know what? I'm going to do some research. So I researched two things we talked about yesterday. Oh, no. Uh, and you would not believe whatever opinion you have, you can find a national story that'll match your opinion. I, I know. No oh, matter yeah. what it is, right? <laughs> yeah. But I looked at uh, race in America. Mm-hmm. And what was the other thing we talked about yesterday? You brought it up, Brittany. It was, uh, uh, oh, the I know. education. That's, uh, yeah. that's where I thought this was going. Oh, no, I, 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 I did too. research on that, too. And it ain't good news, I will tell you that. It's not good news at all. But I'll just I'll do a little teaser because Phil's not up yet. You know who the least? Because I always ask: Is America one of the least racist countries in the world? Which mm-hmm. I didn't know the criteria. Then now that I know the criteria, we're not even close to being not racist. No, right, right. But it, the criteria is the problem, not the actual a- actions or behavior of the people. Right. They're just making money off it. They're trying to make right. money off of racism. That's what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Even the people that are, yeah, everybody. Everybody. Whether, if you're on one side or the other, like, the, it's all a mess. It's unbelievable. But, um, yeah, you don't want to look at the education rates in Minnesota over the last 10 years. It ain't looking good, I'll tell you that. No, and you're so right, Tom. Any point anyone wants to prove, you can just Wait Google. I'm having a heart attack. You said something <laughs> nice to me. Help! AJ, can, oh, we, can we click so that? <laughs> mean to you. <laughs> You are such okay. a baby. Okay, now what were you saying? I forgot what you, what were you saying? I was gonna say that confirmation bias is so real. It like is. if I wanna prove a point, yep. I can show up with a thousand articles and Oh and, yeah. And and you're right, like there is a lot of blurred things with criteria and I mean what do they say? There's the truth, there's lies, and then there's statistics. So it's you know, all about Oh, go ahead and finish. I thought you were Oh, no, it's all about the way you ask questions. When in, that's in, uh, exactly uh, right. That's, yeah. I did the research, and I'm really glad that I did the research because it taught me a lot about a couple of things. Mm-hmm. And it's so amazing. You know the 10 least racist countries in the world? Hmm. Um, well, there's Switzerland. There are places like that. But most of them are Scandinavian, which means the reason they're, they're not racist in the top 10 countries 
Is, is there no minorities there? I was there? just, I was just going to say, I've never been to Switzerland, but I'm going to assume they're not considered racist because there's probably not a lot of brothers walking around the streets in Switzerland. I swear to God, the top 10 of the least racist countries have, I think, about five minorities. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the problem. Now that we've addressed that, and we're going to get to Phil Mackey in a second because I want his take on this too. Once you understand that if you and I don't look alike or think alike or act alike or have the same, there are certain things we're not going to like about each other. That's just the way human beings are. They can't seem to get over that. I don't know why. Doesn't that make it? That makes no sense to me, right? No. Like hate doesn't make any sense. Like I don't like you because you got blue eyes, and I'm gonna hate you and everybody else yeah. with blue eyes, or I, for whatever reason. It's, That's how it works. It's annoying. You know See? the least racist country in the world? Hmm. The Netherlands. Ah. <laughs> they have very tall blonde women, though. I know that they have. You get on a KLM flight. Mm-hmm. It's like I didn't know there were so many blonde women that are six inches taller than I am. <laughs> Jesus, those women are tall. <laughs> Phil Mackey now joins us to ruin everything. Oh, wow. Bunch of Burt Blylevins walking around. Talking talking about how not racist those countries are. But I did ask that question. And by the way, you know, also, when you look at the map of Africa and racism in Africa, they got got it all covered, whatever. But once again, you look at the little patches and like, no white people live there. There are no minorities in that part of Africa. Mm. There are no white people living there. So, of course, they're not racist. I think that's, this is such an idiotic thing, isn't it? Yeah. I you know what it else funny. is. You know what else is idiotic? What? The fact that we don't get Twins baseball tonight, Tom. Aww. You see my I hat? I was ready for a game five, man. I was all cleared out my Friday night, ready to rock and roll. You see my hat? Well, let me make, the, let me make my screen larger here. Let's see here. Uh, Tom Bernard IQ 92. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm admitting to being a fool for believing in my twins yet again. Yeah. But you know what? What? They checked off some boxes that they, they haven't checked they off, did. right? Yep. They won. They won playoff game, one playoff series. Yep. And I'll tell you what. So my, my wife and I went to, so I went solo to game three. Yeah, I'm trying to piece together the games here. Game three was the game, uh, the first night. And then we went, my wife and I went for game four. And we just we just did the standing room. T- we wanted to roam around the ballpark and sort of, you know, be among the fans, not be in the stuffy press box with Judd. Yeah. You know, Judd, Judd <laughs> needs to be Judd. In, the, in the stuffy white-collar <laughs> press box. Temperature controlled. Sure. I yeah. am a man of the people. I want to be with the Score North Twins fan show listeners, yep. the Purple listeners. Yep. It was such a fun vibe. I mean, we just haven't, we haven't had a vibe like that inside Target Field ever yeah. in the 14 years where yep. they're winning and they're, they have a chance to advance. And it, it, it's just been a bunch of Yankee beatdowns basically for, mm-hmm. for 20 years. So as disappointing as it was that they didn't go further, I think people had a blast and I think the future's looking pretty bright. It doesn't, it, it feels like the start of something. It doesn't feel like a one year random pop-up. At least that's how I'm choosing to optimistically view the world today. I have, do have a question for you, Phil, because it, uh, do you think Sonny Gray played like shit because he knew he was leaving anyway? Yeah, I mean, all right, he didn't pitch well. No, he did I, not. I will also say, with a runner on, I'm trying to piece together the scenario here, I think it was runner on first base with one out in the first inning, right? So he goes, he goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the breakdown here. He starts Altuve with an 0-2 count right out of the gate, and right. then Altuve does an Altuve thing. He kind of pokes a ball into center field for a hit, right? Okay, whatever. Yep. And then he strikes out Bregman. 
And so now he's, he's pretty dialed in. And then I think it was the third hitter who hits just a weak dribbling round ball down the first baseline. Yep. It was hit a little harder than that. But, like, 28 first basemen in baseball make that play, step on the bag, throw it to second for a tag, inning over double play. Mm-hmm. And Kirilov, it's like he had never seen a ground ball before. He's like, what do I do? <laughs> do, I, do I bend over? I don't know what to do with my hands. This is crazy. It. And the ball leaks into the, into the gap or into the, uh, the corner and... And then the you know the crooked number is on. So, I think if he oh. turns that double play, I think I think we're talking about Sonny Gray in a different light. Not to be a Sonny yeah. Gray apologist, you know, you got to pitch better, but make a play, make a play at first base. You're absolutely right about that. You don't play defense, your pitcher ain't gonna appreciate it too much, and there's nothing a pitcher can do about it. So go from there. But I I would say Kirilov and Gray were both horseshit. And Kirilov, so they took him off. He has, I think, a re-aggravation of his shoulder injury. And so they put Buxton on for game four. They took yeah. Kirilov off the roster, put Buxton on. And, man, so they announced Byron Buxton. Hey, he hasn't, this dude hasn't swung a bat in a major league game in three months. We're going to get a Kirk Gibson 1988 moment here. Byron's going to come in. And then uh, there was an Astros fan standing, like, two down from us. And he's like, you guys realize you just brought in a hitter who hasn't played in three months against our best reliever who hasn't allowed a run in 30 innings. He's yeah, like, yeah. give him a round of applause for being able to walk to the plate, but uh, this isn't going to end well for you guys. And that Astros fan was right. Phil, why <laughs> did they do that? I have no understanding of why. What, do they want to give him the 25 grand roster bonus? Is that what it was all about? <laughs> yeah, so, yes, he's, he's having trouble feeding his family, I think. So they, <laughs> yes, exactly. Byron Buxton's living paycheck to paycheck, so they <laughs> yep. just needed... Please put me in. I don't know. I think that it's it was a little desperate, right? It was yes. all right. We're yes. the season's almost over. Maybe there's one piece of magic left in that bat, and we and we get the Kirk Gibson moment, and he can hobble around the bases, and instead he hit. We didn't even get like a dramatic deep fly ball, right? No. Oh God, there it no. goes. It was right. just a little duck fart to the second baseman or something. <laughs> yeah. All they had it, to do was get that one hit in the ninth inning, win at four to three. They needed one home run more. I know. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, Royce Lewis stepped up in the last week. I think Carlos Correa was mostly pretty damn good. Yep. In that game four, hitters four through nine and all of their pinch hitters went over, over four, God. over four, Ugh. over five, over four. So. That's the thing. Like they, they just they get to the playoffs. It doesn't matter what the roster is. Doesn't matter if it's 2023, 2004. They, it, it's not illegal to score ten runs in a playoff game. That's my biggest criticism here. It's like guys, the Phillies just the Phillies got mad after game two, and they're like, we're gonna go beat the brakes off the Braves tonight, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hit home runs and stare right. down the second baseman and shortstop and go, just go score ten. And I don't know. The Twins just don't have that in them apparently. They do not. I look. I'm. I'm very happy they won that first series. I mean, Toronto was not a very good baseball team. I understand that, but they hey, they won for the first time yeah. in almost 20 years, yeah. or was it 20 years? Uh, it was. Tw- it was tw- for a series. It was 21 years. 21, 21 years. years. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> so there you have it. But uh, look, I'm a. I'm a huge Twins fan. Today, I have an IQ of 92. I understand that. <laughs> There's no question because I'm such a fan of your Minnesota Twins. Uh, I think the guy who who is glaringly looking at maybe not being around much longer is Rocco because really I just don't think he's that good. I just don't. You don't have guys striking out fourteen times in two straight games. 
Yeah, weren't they the first? Did I see this right? That they're the first team in baseball history to strike out at least ten times in six consecutive playoff yeah, games. Yeah, there's no excuse it's, for that. And it's. I think it goes. I I haven't always been the biggest fan of Rocco. No. Um, I do think it goes sort of beyond him in terms. It's like it an does. organizational philosophy, mm-hmm. and a, or, or I don't know if it's if it's hitting coach related or if they're just finding players who have a giant hole in their bat for half the season, but you can't, <laughs> you know, did. people, I think we've gone so far, you know, the, and I'm kind of an analytics nerd. I got my start in sports media as a baseball beat writer who loved to use analytics to sort of highlight players. Right. Right. So I, I get that side of the game, but somewhere along the line, we went from, you know what? It's okay to strike out a little bit. If you're Mike Trout, go strike out 120 times. If it means you're getting more doubles and home runs and stuff. Right. But somewhere along the line, we've gone so far in the direction of, well, an out's an out, right? What's the difference between a strikeout and a ground out? Well, if I were to tell you, yeah. hey, the Twins are going to strike out 14 times in an elimination game, <laughs> which means 14 automatic outs, not even like a ground yeah. ball that yeah. might get through or right. a fly ball, a sack fly or something. So, yeah, you can't – I don't know how you're going to at some point win a World Series again if you start every game with 10 automatic strikeouts, which I think is yep. what they averaged for the full season. It's just did, The math yeah. doesn't work. No, you're absolutely right. I think they averaged 10 for the entire season. They were horrendous at the plate at some points. There's no doubt about that, which is really sad. Look, I love my twins. There's no question about it. That stadium, what a treat that is to watch a game in that stadium. Yes. There are a couple of good things about it, but but it just – I didn't go to the game on Wednesday because I kind of knew they're not going to win this game, and they almost did. They almost – Made me a liar. They came. Maybe they close. just needed your presence in that stadium. Maybe maybe it's your fault, man. You gave up on this team. They needed your presence in that no, stadium. What you, and you act, failed them. What you really you meant coward. by that was, oh, that dinks here. Let's get some hits. Yeah. That's what you really <laughs> meant. What you what you missed out on though in the pregame. So before each of these home playoff games, they right, had right. you know the the ceremonial first pitch. You know Joe Mauer and uh, Johan Santana. Right. So for game four. We probably should have known it was a bad omen. Gary Gaetti comes out there. Right. He's ready to rock and roll. It looked like he's had a dislocated shoulder for about 10 years, by the way. <laughs> he wasn't exactly the same rat at third base, you know, throwing Love lasers to first. And then Danny Gladden comes out to catch the ceremonial first pitch. And I don't know if Danny had a hole in his glove, but Gary throws just a lob ceremonial first pitch, mm-hmm. and Dan Gladden drops it. It ricochets over by the camera guy. Bad juju. You can't start the game. By by dropping the ceremonial first pitch from Gary Gaetti, so hey, I, look, we should have we should have known. You can't catch a ball and have a horseshit attitude at the same time. It's yeah. not possible. <laughs> Gladden's got an attitude, does hey, man? That that boy's got an attitude to him, doesn't he? he? I love that guy. Oh, he's I, a hell of a player. He's kind of like AJ Pierzynski, like the previous yeah. generation, yep. where if yep. he's on your team, you love it, but if he's if he's not on your team, you probably think he's a you know. Oh, he was asshole. another one. Przinski was such an asshole to me every time I talked to him. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. little arrogance but, there, you know. I don't know if you noticed that. Even in the booth during the game, he is one arrogant pup, I'll tell you that. He, he is, but I think it, it adds – I like him. I think it oh, adds an element. a lot of people do, I know. I know. And he – you know what's funny? <clears throat> not to rip on my fellow Twins fans here, but like we boo A.J. Przinski, like at the end of his career for like the last 10 years because he got traded from the Twins in 2003 – uh, but he got he got he didn't demand a trade. He was really good for the Twins, helped them become a playoff team, and then they traded him for Joe Nathan and Francisco Liriano, and then they just plugged Joe Maurer into his spot. So it right. worked out for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we spent the next fifteen years booing him. Like, why? 
He was great for the Twins, and he helped facilitate one of the biggest fleecing trades in baseball history. I did not boo him. All I did was yell, effing Pollock. That's all it was. <laughs> That's fair. Goes, That's fair. I do that to Bilski, too, so it all works out. <laughs> the other thing, too, before I, I do have to head here, but uh, yes, one sir. thing that was funny is, so the Astros still have the two, they've got Altuve and Bregman at the top of their order, and those were like two of the centerpieces for the cheating scandal five or six right. years ago, right? Right. So, you know, every time they came up to the plate, 40,000 fans, <laughs> cheaters, cheaters, right? And then, and then Carlos Correa comes to the plate in a Twins uniform, also one of the figureheads right, yeah. of the cheating scandal. Like, yeah, Carlos! We love that guy! <laughs> Carlos! It doesn't have to make sense. It just has to nope. work. Well, you're the right kind of cheater. That's all we need to know. All right, yes. young man. A hell of a report. We will talk to you next week. All right. See you Monday. Thanks a lot. Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen, score north. We do have to take a break. Be right back in a couple of seconds, guys. If you want to reignite your intimacy once and for all, listen. Just give Twin Cities Premier Health a call for a discreet and confidential in-office evaluation by their highly trained staff of medical professionals. Acoustic wave therapy sessions are 25 to 30-minute treatments with no pain, no downtime afterward. I've been through 12 treatments myself, and I can guarantee you no pain, no downtime. And right now, Twin Cities Premier Health is offering a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. Receive this $800 value when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. You may know that age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Acoustic wave therapy can rescue your relationship and has been clinically proven to break up plaque, improve blood flow to the penis. Definitely take advantage of this limited-time special offer. So, receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is a savings of $800 when you use code word TOM. And for the people over at Twin Cities Premier Health tell me all of you do, so thank you very much for that. Be sure to use code TOM so we get credit for sending you, though. I wouldn't recommend a service like this unless I knew they could help you. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. <clears throat> oh, there I am already. I like that. I sounded very professional clearing my throat there, didn't I? You did. It, it sounded like you were ready to say, <clears throat> the best ad ever. The best ad ever. KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all. See, it has to be the best deal ever because they sell guns, so you have to behave. You know what I mean? <laughs> KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is the preferred choice among trap enthusiasts and waterfowl hunters for over 25 years. KNL is an authorized SKB shotgun dealer with a huge selection of youth models and uh, has a huge selection of trap loads, too. Fall hunting is here. Head to KNL Surplus and stock up on waterfowl loads. By the way, when you walk in the store, expect to be there for a while because they got 
eight billion things to look at there. It was fascinating. I was there just about two, three weeks ago. What a great store. KNL now has a lot of calibers that have been hard to find in stock, and that is a fact. KNL Surplus and Ammo is a veteran-owned joint. Offers first responder and veteran discounts. Check this out. Mention this show and receive a 10% off discount on anything in the store. And I said anything in the store. KNL is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why KNL Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Just go to www.klgunstore.com. That's www.klgunstore.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Matter of fact, Josh, uh, Josh and I had that area for the Twins game on Tuesday. So Josh and I, during the family uh, show today, will be tearing up over wasted money. By watching the Twins. Yeah, well, the good thing is he can tell you how to make it all back in investments. There, see, there you go. Now you're talking. Now you're cooking with gas. Mr. Eggert, how are you today, sir? Hey, how are you? I'm excellent, except uh, the one, th- one thing I really did appreciate is I got up uh, about a half an hour early this morning so I could watch your show. And uh, the national shows are all just covering you know, the Hamas situation, the Middle East, and all the rest of it, which I know they have to do that. But it's nonstop. So to be able to tune in and see you guys talking about other things was, I mean, it just makes me too sad to sit and, and watch thousands of people get murdered, you know? Uh, yeah, it's, um, it, it is. And I, I've kind of been fully immersed in it the last couple of days. I bet, I bet. To be honest with you. And I, I, it's, uh, I remember at a point during 9-11, I had to, my wife was a news producer too, so she was in the business. And at a what? point. Yeah. Where? Uh, Used to be. Oh, used um, to be. Okay. Yeah. She That's where you be. met her? Yeah. Um, yeah, we were in an inter-office relationship. Ooh, scandalous. Against the rules. Um, but I remember at some point telling her, like, after day six, I, I don't know what it was, but I'm like, you got to turn off the TV. Yeah. Yep. You got to you got to step away from it a little bit. That doesn't mean you don't care. It doesn't mean you're not concerned. It just... You got to give your brain a break, and I'm, you know, you do. I, I kind of feel like it's getting to that point with this, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you think at some point, and it can't be the United Nations because they tried that before, but maybe the Tom Bernard Morning Show. We we'll get all the people on this show together, and we'll bring all the races up in front of us and go, get your head out of your ass and get along. I feel if there were a place that could broker a peace deal. You're right. I know Tevin's feeling it. Brittany's feeling it. Touchdown. Yeah. We, we've AJ's already got that look. Yeah. We've already found a lost dog on the show. So yes. why not negotiate peace yes. as well? Like, what can't we do? Why are you looking so shocked, Chris? Are you saying that you didn't listen to the first part of the show? I, I did not catch that part. Sorry. <laughs> He's busy. <laughs> oh, AJ. Um, I was slaving over a hot news desk, AJ. <laughs> I love aggressive, AJ. <laughs> Sorry, I forget that you work sometimes. Yeah. Oh, sometimes. Dang, yeah. shots fired. I don't know what you did, Chris, to piss him off. <laughs> We're over here making a difference. You're not even paying attention, uh, man. Love it. Uh, love it. So um, in any yeah. case. I, so I wanted to... This is something we talked about many, 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 many moons ago, Brittany. And I remember you like berated me over this. Oh, great. Um, 
You're the I second some... person today to bring something and go, there's something I want to get mad at you about, Brittany. I'm actually not. I just wanted to follow up with it because it was, um, yeah. we talked about AI and a bunch of new applications for AI. And Tom, I don't know if you remember this. Tevin, you weren't with us then, but um, we were talking specifically about use in elder care yeah. and how there's going to be a whole new market for um you know, different applications of AI to help people in elder care. I forgot that the strip did a paper a story like two days ago about robots <gasps> in Uh-oh. one of the local um, assisted living facilities. Mm-hmm. And like the robot sings to them, <gasps> like playing jailhouse rock. There's Fun. like 55 people in a room. They love the robot. Oh my God. I knew they would. I knew they would. You, you thought it was sad. And I'm oh, yeah. Like, that does sound like me. Um, <laughs> we should hook it up to the Roomba, and then it just gets a couple things done at once. Done. It's a little vacuuming done while it's entertaining. Yes, I think that's perfect. They can do little dances. I love, I, I've changed my mind. I love it. Oh, well, that was easy to flip you on that one. <laughs> right. Chris was like, I thought we were going to kill like 10 minutes with this. <laughs> I thought I could hang up after that. Sometimes I'm oddly reasonable. It, it doesn't oh. happen all the time, but maybe... Maybe we can broker a peace deal here if this is where we're at. <laughs> we kind of need a few of them in the world right now, so that'd be good. We do. Um, we had the thing yesterday. Um, you sure you guys saw there were five officers that were shot. That yes, were sir. Getting a warrant up in the Princeton area. And uh, I hate to say it, but once they got the helicopter up over that thing and you saw what the property looked like, I mean, it's just a, just a disaster. Oh, and really? Yeah, like... I mean, littered with junk and cars and buildings and junk and wait, cars. Wait, and wait, 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 wait. You're talking about Brittany's house? Hey, take it Thank easy. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Take it easy. <laughs> he just rolls his eyes. <laughs> but you just you talk about like these places that officers have to go into when yeah. they're, yep. they're executing a warrant or, you know, whatever it is they're doing. And, uh, and then... We got video of the person being arrested, and I hate to say it, but the guy looks exactly like what you would have expected, yeah. you know, shirtless, yokel-type guy. And I just, I don't know. It's You got to appreciate the danger that police officers put themselves in every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's seemingly, you know, what you might think would be a, just a mundane task for them. So Yeah, and what was but, the situation like kind of surrounding the shooting they were there to issue a warrant i think they were serving a, a drug warrant yeah okay. oh um and so they were undercover and they did they sent quite a few people in so they they must have had some kind of indication that this person you know had the potential for for trouble um think a couple of the officers i guess they all had vests on couple of the officers were already released yesterday so that's good and i haven't heard a condition update on the other three yet but i'm glad to hear they're all doing well though you just remind me of a magnificent story when i was a kid let's hear it let's hear it cops showed up uh not my next door neighbor but a couple of houses down a bunch of cops showed up and surrounded his house to arrest uh, to arrest them all the rest of it right so as they're bringing him out handcuffed behind his back all the rest of it i'm just standing there looking at it he goes, hey, Tommy, these guys are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I'm like, what? You're getting arrested and you're thinking about breakfast cereal, are you? They're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Oh, okay. A weird response. Yeah. <laughs> really, 
you're going to jail, probably prison. I don't know if I'd be talking about Cocoa Puffs right now, but... Well, go to our website and pull up the, the video of this dude who they were hauling out of there. Oh, yeah. You could be saying that same thing. Like, Oh, really? Like, yeah, the way you just described it, that wouldn't surprise me if that was what was coming out of his mouth. Well, my neighbor was shirtless, so yeah, there's the, you got that connection already. He was shirtless yeah. when he did it. It's a, it's a little unusual. When I was down in um, Central Florida in the Orlando area, the... You, you guys know, or if you've spent any time in the South, the sheriffs down there are a little more aggressive. Oh, yeah. And they want, I say wisely, everybody to know when they're out catching bad guys, like they want everybody to know it. Um, I think up in the North, there's a little more protection, a little more, yeah, a little less showboating. But anytime there is a big arrest down there, the guy would be shirtless. He'd be like sitting on a chair. They'd have him handcuffed to a chair in the oh, front yeah. yard. Yep. And, like, they would invite the TV stations to come. I mean, they wanted everybody to see that they had they had caught this guy. That's kind of what I felt it looked like yesterday with, with this fella. So, I understand completely. Like a know. cat that catches a mouse and lays it on the front porch to make sure, <laughs> you know, make sure you know that it caught that mouse. So do we? what did this guy do? It was a drug thing. It was a drug thing. I thought yeah, that's what I yeah. thought, but I, I wasn't I sure. I guess I don't. I don't see the quote in front of me. I didn't grab that. Um, said something. It said something or other that he wasn't going to back. Wasn't going to go back to jail again. Oh, that deal. Yeah, there's um, a lot of some that. Some kind of situation like that. So. Yes, indeed. I don't know. It's it's. Well, I grew up with a lot of guys like that. They're always shirtless. Seemed to have had one or two wheels before coming up and getting out of bed in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a that's a weird weird deal. But he, yeah, fought. they were undercover too, right? They were not in uniform. They were. No, I'm players. not sure. I know the, the the officers who we refer to them as undercover, but I don't know that that just means their identities were protected because they're working as undercover agents, right. or whether they were. Yep. They were actually uniformed or not. I'm not sure. I know that some of the video we showed had like people in uniforms with the whole SWAT. Oh, they did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They came later, maybe something like that. Um, it's too bad. Brittany didn't get a chance to see them so she could rate their bodies. What What do you, I don't know what you act surprised for Brittany. You're the one that started just rating bodies on the show. Like, Oh, his body looks like trash. And yes, it was aggressive, but I feel like I gave it a good rating. Whose body was it? You called him barrel chested. Oh yeah. I said it was weird. Cousins. cousins. Yeah. I said it was weird. (laughs) Did I say it was a negative just because he is a a weird is not necessarily negative. Oh, okay. That's good. I'm a, I'm a reasonable person today. We remember we decided that today, today. Well, good. We're gonna keep you in that closet then from the rest of time. <laughs> yeah, are you trying to be quiet? Like you sound like you're. Um, oh, and, no, Brittany. After going to a Bill Cosby party, sort of. <laughs> no, but what I did this? have what? a wild. Where did that come I had from? holy Hannah. Which yeah, that kind of just hit me. Like to... You're you're very lethargic and like yeah. Uh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Brittany you wearing any pants right now? I mean, <laughs> hey, she has pants what are you on. Doing pudding pop. Uh, Chris Eggert, that is the weirdest thing anyone's ever said to me, and you know I hang out with weird people. That is the I 
I don't know how to respond to that. But I was, I feel like I was being weirdly quiet, but I don't need to be at all. Look, he'd be so proud of himself. Look at him. I know. No, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> you can catch Chris Eicher tonight at your local comedy club. Yeah. <laughs> Shows at 7 and 9 o'clock. Just it popped into my head. I'm sorry. Sometimes you hit a home run, sometimes you don't. Oh, I yeah, thought it was a home run. That's showbiz for you. I thought um, it was wonderful. On Monday, I think I'll go around and raid everyone's body just to complete the cycle. So don't worry. So everyone dress, you know, in your most uh, revealing outfits, please. I'm going to hit the gym. Good call. You know, it's really oh, geez, weird that, that you mentioned that. Because I'm looking at my picture right now, and I had on that orange vest. I yeah. was dressed as a pumpkin. And yeah. everybody thought I was going deer hunting. Yeah. Yeah. My shoulders were like this wide on this They're camera. They were huge. Yeah. And now today, I look like I have very narrow shoulders because yeah. I'm wearing what? a black shirt. Black is slimming, y'all. Colors do that, man. It's unbelievable. People even commented on our YouTube post for the episode, and we're like, why is Tom dressed like he's ready to go hunting? (laughs) (laughs) It's Minnesota, baby. I am in Minnesota. It is the pheasant hunting opener this weekend. Oh, is it? You don't have to wear camouflage for that, though, do you? Yeah, being timely. So the orange is to make sure other people don't shoot you. Yeah, that's That's pretty clutch. Yeah. I would imagine that's probably true. Well, I, I had a friend that was not with a gun, with an arrow. Took an arrow right in the chest and killed him. Oh, oh yeah. Abs- that's no, absolutely not. A that's great terrible. guy, too. Just How, a great guy. Was it quick, at least? Uh, no, he actually oh. tried to get out of the woods. Oh. He tried to get out of the woods, and he didn't quite make it. Mm. Just a great guy, too. God, we'd sit and laugh and joke. and mm. We were in a band called the Laurelites at the time. Uh, way back in the day, and we'd go from place to place on a bus. Man, he and I would laugh. He'd get me up and make me sing on the little, you know, the the bus, mm-hmm. the intercom system. And then I find out he's taking an arrow to the chest, and I won't be singing no more, as they was, say. Did the guy that shot him? Yeah, like, was there more of a backstory? Did they find? I never the heard the backstory on it, but I, yeah. What? There are some people that if you go out in the woods, if there's any motion, they will shoot at it without even yeah. knowing what the hell's going on. A hundred percent. That's terrible that it they used, do things. It like used that. to happen in Wisconsin all the time. Yeah. Like growing up, you yeah. hear stories of people just out yep. in the woods actually getting shot, or people would shoot cows because they thought they were deer. Like <laughs> that's a big deer, right there. Yeah, there needs to be a better uh, background check and competency <laughs> check for people to be able to go deer hunting. Yeah, that is a one big deer. If that, if you shot a cow for a Christ trophy. Here. Can mount that bad boy. That would finally be some deer meat, though, that's worth eating, as far as I <laughs> Yeah, well, that's true. Whoa, yeah, Chris is going after everybody I mean, today. Anti venison, Chris? Is that I, what I'm I don't know. I just never really quite got a taste for it. That's I didn't all. either. I never did either, to tell you the truth. I don't get it. You know, actually, one time, though, talking about the size of this the animal and that animal, and so Kath and I were in Canada about 20 years ago driving along. He said, What the hell is that? There's something in the ditch, and it looks like a house is in the ditch. It was a moose. I was just going to guess that. That moose had to be about 10 feet tall. Jesus, those things get big. Yeah. But it was dead. It was dead in the ditch. A truck had hit it, apparently. But man, We had one. um, We were out hunting in western North Dakota last year, pheasant hunting, and they will get moose down there sometimes depending on... What the you know what the weather patterns are, or what the, if the moose are hungry or whatever, a, a, like a moose like ran right by us in the freaking field as we were pheasant hunting, dude. It was crazy. Like it just, uh, it's like a 
freaking elephant run. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, they are, they are gigantic. You don't quite appreciate it until you get close to one. No. And that's like, I went hunting in Colorado when I was in high school for caribou or elk elk. There we go. Okay. And it was like one of those, like a herd of them ran by and it's like, you just feel the ground shake and you're like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden through the woods, there's just like what seems like a hundred elk just storming by you. Yeah. Not, uh, not, not the greatest experience for a young I would imagine. In the mountains. No. <laughs> I would imagine That's like, I'm true. going home now. Bye. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you got any closing words? You only got about 30 seconds left, Pally. I think I've said enough offensive things for one day. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean any offensive? more date rape jo- drugs or jokes <laughs> oh you want to make? Or... It was actually a Quaalude joke. Right. To, you know, I, if, if I could be upfront about it, <laughs> Quaaludes aren't funny. I apologize. I think they are. Actually. I liked it. There's I nothing it. funny about Quaaludes. Work for me. I know Hannah hasn't been by all week, so I'm pissed off at her. Yeah, I know. She's she's a couple days off. So. She's a disaster. Eh, I don't blame her. <laughs> Taking some time off. I wouldn't want to be around us all the time. Either, <laughs> think that's a very good point. I, I do understand what you're saying now. No question about it. All right. Well, go have a magnificent weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday. All right, you guys. See you on Monday. Thank see you, Chris Egger, Channel 5 Eyewitness Newscaster. Look at that. I gave him the full title. What do you think of that action? Yeah, he needed it. it. I, I, I know I say this a lot, but I really love working with that guy. He's great. Marvel. Yeah. I mean, not that you guys aren't. That's not what I'm saying. No, but he's the cherry on top of the Sunday. Why did you hang your outfit now up there? I just told you how nice it looked without any outfits, yeah. and then you put your outfits up there. I'll take the blame. Really? Oh, because of sound? Because, yeah, because, okay. because she was so proactive and cleared out everything. It actually caused more echo. echo. Oh, it caused, yeah, absolutely. So, like, you know, in there, you guys have those, like, styrofoam stuff on the Mm -hmm. walls. She needed something, like, to to pad it. But it's plastic. Wouldn't it just bounce off? I got a bunch of clothes in here now. Oh, do you? You, yeah, you, I raided my other closet. It looks like I could honestly open a boutique. I'm going to po- add some more, too. But AJ was like, do you mind throwing a little bit of cl- clothes in there? And I was like, I'm on it. So I ran from one closet to the other, just getting dresses and hanging them up. It was funny during the break because we put up all the ad like sponsors now, their logos. Mm-hmm. But I can see like the behind-the-scenes little mm-hmm. screens there. Oh, yeah. And it was funny. She's like, zip, zap, boom. And she just coming in with more and more and more. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do sound much better, though. It does sound oh. a lot better. Yeah. Because that is true. a little echo. AJ is smart. He was like, oh, why don't, don't you go ahead? Don't start with that. No. Oh, stop it, Now Brittany, we got to hear but, that. You know, don't stop it. It's been it a very all. nice show today. Brittany said you were right. Now I she's know. giving AJ what some compliments. You've been is... drinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots. <laughs> she's boozing it up. A lot. About four in the morning. Why not? Uh, i got to ask you guys a question. I know we got to take a break here quickly, but um, I just heard this morning, and I literally just, I didn't, read the story in there, but they, Scalise has decided he's not going to run for speaker now, that they're going to have, do they know who the hell is going to run? I mean, this is the first time this has ever happened in history. That's why I keep asking. I haven't heard anything no, about either. it other than when you've talked about it. So yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know, but apparently Scalise is not going to run for house and that uh, the house speaker. And I guess that would leave Jim Jordan. I, I don't know. I have no idea, but very unsettling time right now in the world, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of things happening that have never happened before. And it feels like a lot of things are just kind of up in the air yeah. at the same yeah. time. It's true. Makes me a little nervous, i got to be honest with you. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial valuation. Chris Eggert. What would we do without Chris Eggert? It would not be an A-plus show without Eggert. Yeah. 
Listen to all the lack of support. Oh, well, for I was that. just going to say it was going to be a C plus at best, but <laughs> well, close enough. Yeah, <laughs> we shall take a break because got some other lamos coming on next, aren't they? Yeah, some, Bobby, some guy, Ken, Kenny, Urbic, Urbic, Raybeck, Raybeck, Raybeck's not yeah. not not for another couple hours. Yeah, we got Bob Sansevier. Come on, you oh, do yeah. our booking. You well, should know this. I'm going to do an impression. Okay, way to not take a joke, Brittany. That I don't like. We're skipping over Bob Sansevier to the next. You know what? Let's go ahead, Tom. Here's what I want to do, though. Uh, we're going to have a guest on next, mm-hmm. and it's either going to be Bob Sansevier or Ken Herbeck. And you tell me if this is Herbeck or Sansevier, right? Yep. Hey, Tom! It's definitely Bob Sansevier. Tom! You guys, we have to do the over-under that how quickly he's going to mention my wedding dress. because even though he. Yes, I bet you that's right away. He's going to be like, yeah, nice white dress there. I'm shocked you wore that at your wedding. I bet it'll be something like that. Perfect. I'm having some. God, I love this show today. It's magnificent. We will take a break. Be right back. Bob Sansford will join us right after this. You all have helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the MySlippers, the Giza Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Great news, the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation 
consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit bialkilaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com.